Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. You gotta score points to win. You can't win without scoring points. Touchdown Raiders! He went right through the line and gives Vegas a touchdown to extend the lead. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. Just a matter of minutes, we got Cody Benjamin from CBS Sports going to join the show. So, DeMond, call him in like a couple minutes. I want to try to – I'm trying to navigate through the waters, I'm trying to get calls in, trying to get text in, trying to get tweets in, trying to get locker room sound. We're working on getting Max Crosby. We just heard from Jared Stidham. So, Vinny is out there doing some fantastic work right now at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. So, bear with us, Raider Nation. We're trying to do as much as we can. Let's go out to the phone lines real quick, talk to Rob in Portland. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Well, you know, a couple weeks ago – Q, you asked all of us uh, what we thought needed to be done up ahead yeah. you know, for future, and I, I brought up the point that you know you want to stick with Carr because at this stage, and then this upcoming draft, it's going to be difficult to get a quarterback that's going to be the stature of a Herbert. So, with that said, now that this has happened, I still believe that you got to keep uh, you know your 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 wide receiver happy. And he doesn't sound very happy to yesterday. Then he got that great interview. And I still think what could happen here is it could backfire. If Carr goes, they might have to do a trade and, and trade to, to a team, both of them, both of them. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we got to take that into account that it could happen because I don't think Brady, when he went to Tampa, they had a hell of a defense. Winston was a problem. They just needed a you know, a sta- stable quarterback, but they got Brady, which was a prize, you know, the big prize. And, you know, he had Evans and all those guys, and they, their offensive line was actually good until he got, started getting beat up. And now he's been behind a lousy offensive line, and you see what happened to Brady this year. Right. He's not going to come here unless they really, really make some moves. And with MD unhappy with Carr early on this year, especially down in L.A. when they lost that opening game, I just think MD soured on Carr more than anybody in the building. What do you think? That's a, that's a good possibility, Rob. Thank you for the call. And and you know I've seen multiple reports that you know MD wasn't happy with with Carr either, right? And so there's a lot of different elements that went into this. I know everyone's just focusing in on Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, but I believe this was a collective. I believe that MD had input as he should, <laughs> right? I mean he's the owner, and we're all Raider fans, right? The owners always had input. Right? Let's not get that twisted. The, the, the owner has been the guy forever in Al, and now Mark Davis has taken over. So I, I do believe that he had input. I do believe Josh McDaniels has had plenty of input. I do believe Dave Ziegler has had plenty of input, as they all should. It's a collective. That's how things go. So, yeah, I can see that. But if it comes to Brady or someone like that, you're absolutely right about the defense that was already there in Tampa Bay, and you, you also talk about the offensive line. If that's going to be the case, if that's the direction that they're going, and I'm not saying they are, but if that's the direction they're going, those need to be addressed. No doubt. You are 100% spot on. Thank you so much for that call. I do appreciate you. We'll get back to some more calls and some texts. But right now on the phone line is our good friend Cody Benjamin from CBS Sports. You can find him on Twitter at Cody J. Benjamin. And Cody, thanks so much for your time, my man. It's been, it's been too long, but you put out a piece. Raiders bench Derek Carr for a Jarrett Stidham. What's next for the quarterback plus logical 2023 landing spot. So, realistically, Cody, how many suitors do you think will be out there for quarterback Derek Carr? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of change coming, I think, in Las Vegas and for Derek Carr. And so, 
Um, whenever there's a, a quarterback of his caliber, and when I say his caliber, I don't necessarily mean um, you know championship, uh, you know necessarily all pro caliber, but just a guy who's done it for as long as he has. Um, there's going to be a market, and there's there's a lot of names that are going to be on the market this off season. Um, if you include guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, even if you don't include them, um, you're looking at guys like Geno Smith, um, you know, other, you know, veterans who are going to be in free agency or available via trade. Derek Carr is, you know, I would say he's on the upper echelon of those guys. And again, there's question marks. There's clearly a reason why the Raiders are, are setting up to move on from him. But at the end of the day, it's hard to find a guy who can give you you know, a decade of serviceable starting experience in the NFL. And so, you know, I would expect there's going to be um, at least 10 to 12 teams that are checking in on, you know, the price, you know, his his idea of whether it would work because he does have a no trade clause. Yeah. Obviously, Las Vegas is going to explore a trade before they would think about releasing him. Uh, but no matter what, I mean, the the groundwork has been laid for a breakup and, you know, seems like almost a mutual breakup. And now it's just a matter of which team is going to pay the most to the Raiders to bring him in. You know, I'm glad you brought up the no trade clause. I wanted to ask you about that because he has the ultimate decision. You know, he can veto any trade that the Raiders may be looking at because, well, they're going to get a lot of draft capital in return. Uh, out of the teams that you think are, are going to be in the position for a quarterback, realistically, how many do you think that he might say, yeah, okay, I'll go to that, that landing spot? Yeah, I think there's a lot of factors there. Um, you know, you look at, I'm trying to think, you know, the, obviously after so many years in Las Vegas, I think that, you know, Derek Carr wouldn't say this publicly, but I think that there's probably part of him that's just a little bit tired mm -hmm. after, you know, close to a decade of going through so many regime changes. And um, so I think, you know, one thing he would obviously be looking for that anyone would be looking for is stability. Is there... Is there a structure in place, personnel in place that this isn't going to be, you know, another reset after a year or two, that this is a team that, you know, much like Matthew Stafford was able to kind of pick his spot a little bit, leaving Detroit. I think that Derek Carr would, would hope for a similar situation. Um, now the tough part is, you know, I, I guess aligning it correctly because we saw a similar thing with Matt Ryan going to the Colts and that did not work out. Right. Um, he thought that there was, some structure there with Frank Reich, with the guys that they had on the roster, did not work out. So it's it's a gamble either way. If you look at the teams, I mean, the Buccaneers are a team that if Tom Brady leaves, I think that makes sense because they've already got so many veteran guys in place. They're going to want a quick fix. It's a winnable division where Derek Carr could you know maybe convince himself he's back in the playoffs uh, soon. Um, the Commanders are a team I don't think he'd be rushing to join, but I think would be very much interested in him. And then you look at, you know, uh, the New York Jets, that's a team that's already built up, ready to contend. Um, a, 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 this is one that maybe would catch people off guard, but I do think that they would be in the mix, is the Houston Texans. Mm. Now, that is, that is far from a team that is, you know, at least on paper, looks ready to compete. But there are, there's a connection there with, with the family that, you know, Derek's brother David obviously was, was that franchise's first draft pick and quarterback. Derek has said before he wished the Texans had drafted him coming out of college. Um, if they're starting fresh at head coach and he's got a chance to pair with an offensive mind in Houston, 
I, I just wouldn't rule that out. No, that's a, that's a good possibility. Someone asked me about Houston, and I thought, you know, there there could be a chance. I mean, he does have those Houston ties, as you mentioned. Again, we're talking with Cody Benjamin here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Now, uh, he has said multiple times that, hey, if he wasn't a Raider, he would just walk away from the game. Um, you know, that is easy to say when you have a team. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you're now on the outside and you're being benched for the last two games, you know, feelings get involved, and he might want to prove everyone that, hey, he is a really good quarterback, and maybe even the Raiders did him wrong. Do you think there's a chance that D.C. kind of sticks to what he said before and says, yeah, I've, I've played nine years, I'm good? Um, no, I don't. I, I mean, I, I respect, like, I think that what he said is, I think just, uh, you know, what he said about, you know, rather, I guess he'd rather retire than, than play for someone other than the Raiders. I mean, to me, that's just a mark of being a good leader at that time. Right. Um, he's He's very committed to the organization. We saw that, you know, whatever you think of him as a football player, you know, the guy has has stood in there and he's defended everything, you know, that that organization, like they've been through so many changes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, coaching staffs, offensive coordinators, general managers, like during his time, so much has happened. The fact that he's even coming out of this, I don't want to say unscathed, but, you know, relatively intact. Like mm-hmm. somebody can still get him next year and expect top, 20-ish, you know, quarterback production. The fact that he can say that is a testament to, I think, you know, his resilience, his leadership. And so, no, I, I think that, you know, the guy is, he's not 35, 38, he's 31 years old. Right. Um, he's got football left in him. I think that, you know, him sitting down with the Raiders and deciding to sit out these last two games is is very much a play to, you know, preserve his stock to be moved. And so, yeah, I, I think him saying that was just a mark of, of being committed to the Raiders at the time. That time is, is passing. And I think he will, he will embrace the next opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where he lands and, you know, what teams he would be willing to waive the no trade clause for. So, uh, Cody, in a realistic world again, because, you know, we, we live in the draft capital type world and we know the draft's coming up in April. What do you think that a team should be willing to offer up for a quarterback of the, of the status of Derek Carr? Yeah, that's, that's always the tough one because, um, you know, I think his track record is, you know, we've seen him be kind of a borderline top 10 quarterback um, on paper several times. And again, you give him credit for the way he's endured so much change in Las Vegas and sometimes a shoddy offensive line. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, um, you know, he's got one playoff game in almost a decade. And so that's that's clearly not all his fault. But the the crunch time down the stretch, late season, big game resume is just it's just not there um so i you know i looked last year and you know we we all kind of scratched our heads at the fact that the colts were able to net basically two third round picks um for carson wentz i I mean i would imagine that the the starting point that i mean the raiders are going to you're going to see all the reports this offseason about them asking for a first plus more yeah yeah you know blah 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 whatever of course they're going to ask that um the reasonable price to me is probably something like a second and another, you know, mid conditional pick. Um, I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to come close to, uh, you know, the Russell Wilson trade from last year, the Deshaun Watson. I don't even think it will come that close to the Matthew Stafford deal um, where a first round pick was included. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe somebody will, you know, there's just so many moving parts with the quarterback market that it's going to depend how quickly they can get a deal in place. Um, some teams may want to 
check out what they can do in the draft before they make that decision. So if you're asking me now, I'd say a second and another conditional pick. Cody Benjamin is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Sticking with that theme right there, is there a chance that a team or a couple teams that would be interested in him, knowing he has the no-trade clause, would kind of lowball the Raiders because, well, they don't really have – they're not in the driver's seat. It's really up to D.C. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the fact that they're sitting him out now, um, it's not going to erase his trade market. I mean, they're, certainly they're, they're preserving him for the trade market. Right. But now, you know, everyone knows that this is headed for a breakup. I mean, this isn't like, uh, you know, they're very committed to Derek Carr and they're, they might listen if somebody comes in with a huge offer. No, this is now like unofficially broadcast. We are going to split up. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got a team that's, you know, they're not, they're not super convinced that they're ready to give up uh, premium picks for Derek Carr. They will happily sit back and, you know, yeah, like you said, throw in an offer, a half-hearted offer, knowing that if they, it doesn't work out, you know, maybe they can take a swing on a quarterback in the draft. Because chances are, if you're a team, unless you're like the Jets, who's, who's ready to compete right now, um, chances are if your big play of the offseason is trading for Derek Carr, um, you know, frankly, there are other swings at quarterback that – are going to give you similar probably results. I mean, because that's just like Derek Carr is not, he's not a top eight, top 10 quarterback right now. And so I don't think there's going to be this extreme demand. I think there will be a strong market, but not in the sense of, wow, that offer blew us away. No, that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, it really does. And so that's why it's really an interesting chess match that's going to be played uh, in the offseason. I think we're going to find out some answers sooner rather than later since there's so many decisions that have to be made, uh, you know, just a few days after the Super Bowl gets wrapped up. Again, Cody Benjamin is our guest. He's from CBS Sports. We're on Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. So I guess, Cody, part two or maybe even part three of this equation, if the Raiders move on from Carr, which clearly they are, Who's up next? I think yeah. a veteran is what needs to be in place. What do you think? Who fits best, in your opinion, with Joshua Daniels and, and the current Raiders weapons that they have, assuming that they're all back? Yeah, I mean, the moves that they made last offseason were seemingly to to win now, to, to build around Derek Carr. I mean, you don't trade two high picks for Devontae Adams. Um, you know, you've got guys like Josh Jacobs. Obviously, his future is, is a little uncertain. But Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, I mean – those are weapons that are are in place now, and mm-hmm. so yeah, you, and they've got a lot of money that they they need to pour into the offensive line too. Yes. But if you're talking about quarterback, I mean, the easy connection everyone is already making is is Tom Brady because of the connection to Josh McDaniels. Because Tom Brady, all signs point to it just seems likely that if he's you know if he doesn't retire, he's not going to be in Tampa Bay. I'm not sure he would love playing in the AFC West, um, but I do think there's a better chance he'd have more fun or at least more alignment with coaching because of the Josh McDaniels history. And I do think Josh Jacobs, if he's back and then Devontae Adams, that's a big draw. Yeah. Um, they have the money to improve the offensive line. So Tom Brady, the easy connection. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't rule out. It's closer to home for him. The Devontae Adams connection is there. The Packers would be able to get him out of the NFC if that's something he wants to do. Still think it's more likely he ends up back in Green Bay or retires. Jimmy Garoppolo is another name to watch. He's also got the Josh McDaniels connection. But I wouldn't rule out drafting a quarterback. I mean, they're projected to have a top 10 pick. If you trade Derek Carr, you've got more ammo with draft picks. And if you look back at Josh McDaniels, his second year as Broncos head coach years ago, <laughs> yeah. they spent a first-round draft pick. Now, that quarterback, Tim Tebow, didn't last. but <laughs> No, he didn't. <laughs> you know, there was an investment. He wanted to get his own guy. And I think that, 
you know, the organization, the Raiders, they haven't gone down that well, you know, that high for a decade because Derek Carr's been there. So wouldn't rule that out either. Well, let me ask you this. And yeah, plenty of people have brought up the fact that, you know, Joshua Daniels traded up to go get Tim Tebow as well. And we all know how that shook out. So anytime someone mentions that, people cringe. But (laughs) let me ask you this. If they were to go that rookie route and go and just draft a guy, may move up and get, I don't know, one of the big three that are going to be available or maybe someone else that they see, do you think that that would deter Devontae Adams from wanting to remain with the Raiders? Um, I mean, it's a great question because so much of his his interest in joining the Raiders had to do with Derek Carr, and obviously the money is a huge factor too. Right. Um, I don't think it would d- deter him. I mean, it's it certainly, if you're going to go from a guy you know who's proven, regardless of what the results were this year, to a total unknown, even if he's very exciting, I mean, yes, the you're going to, you're going to, the interest level is going to be a little bit lower, but I don't think he's going to, you know, hold out or something if, if they go that route, especially if they are able to, you know, let's say they do move up and they get one of those top three or four guys. Um, I mean, there's going to be some buzz there about the possibility, especially because Derek Carr, you know, if they land one of these guys, that's more of a dual threat quarterback. It's just, it's adding possibilities to an offense that with Derek Carr, um, it's just been kind of like you you know what you're getting right. uh, over the last few years. So no, I don't. I think Devontae Adams is is there. Well, there you go. The wheels are starting to roll in Vegas. It should be interesting. I mean, Cody, no matter what the record of the team is, I feel like every year is interesting in Vegas and with the Raiders. It's always something is going on. Again, Cody's piece is out on CBSSports.com right now. Derek Carr for Jared Stidham. What's next for quarterback plus logical 2023 landing spots? Cody, thank you so much for your time, my man. It's always great to catch up with you. And uh, the offseason should be interesting. So we'll be talking soon, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Thanks so much for having me on. There he goes, Cody. Cody Benjamin, right there. CBS Sports. Uh, always great to catch up with him. Just saw the news from the Raiders, and apparently this happened uh, before Christmas, actually on December twenty third. But Cotton Davidson passed away, uh, and the only reason that I even know Cotton Davidson, and he was a quarterback for the Raiders way back in the day. Um, matter of fact, nineteen sixty two to nineteen sixty eight is when he was a quarterback of the Oakland Raiders, then Oakland Raiders. Uh, the only reason I even know who he is is because he went to Baylor. <laughs> And it's crazy. I met him when he was making, he was about to make his trip. I actually have his number in my phone. I was supposed to get him on the radio to talk about him making the trip to Oakland to light the Al Davis torch, one of the final times that it was going to be lit in Oakland. And I never got the opportunity to get him on. Every time we, you know, called and texted with each other, uh, and I'm sure I was texting with his wife and not really texting with him, but when we were going back and forth, we kept hitting or missing. So I never got the opportunity to get him on the phone and talk to him about that experience and being the quarterback of the Raiders from 62 to 68. He's passed away. Passed away now at the age of 91. Uh, born in Gatesville, Texas. Died in Waco, Texas. And again, he was a pride of Baylor University. So Cotton Davidson, uh, Raiders quarterback back in the day, 62 to 68. Passed away at the age of 91. 322 is the time when we come back. We'll hear from Mad Max Crosby in the Raiders locker room. This. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. On Raider Nation Radio. We've been moving right along here on the show today. Unnecessary roughness. DeMond Cotton behind the wheels of steel. We're in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. We want to hear from you. Had a, man, action-packed show so far. Jose Sanchez, all 49ers, SI, joined us at 2.30. Cody Benjamin, we just heard from him. Also heard from Jarrett Stidham from the Raiders locker room. We'll get to Mad Max Crosby in just a hot minute. We threw out the question, do you want a veteran or rookie in 2023 at the quarterback position? What makes the most sense? And do you need to worry about what number 17 thinks of the guy behind center 
next season? That's the question. 69187, keyword R&R, com. text line 702-365-9200. Do appreciate everyone being very patient with us as we're trying to get a lot squeezed into a three-hour show. Remember, there was a time when people were like, three hours, that's a long time. No, it ain't. <laughs> it goes by quick, fast, and in a hurry. Trey in Kansas City said, dude, Stidham is going to get crushed. Dang. He also said, man, 49ers fans just clowning us. Got a text from Fargo Raider. Q&D. Before D.C., longtime fans will remember we were an elephant graveyard. Players would come here to get the last paycheck before fading into obscurity. We didn't have a guy come to the Raiders of any merit until Crab, who by all accounts was a number two receiver. After that, the likes of Aguilar and D-Jax came to the Raiders in hopes of cashing in because he got guys paid. Fine, we're moving on, but my concern is that players will not want to be part of a project team with a question at quarterback. It is what it is. I'll always bleed silver and black, but the uncertainty in me feels all too familiar and concerning. Just win someday. That's from Fargo Raider. And thank you, Fargo. I appreciate the text. And yeah, look, longtime Raider fan. I've gone through the, the, the quarterback carousel that the Raiders had. I've gone over it many times here on the show. We know what it looks like. It was a lot of just blah. And there was a lot of guys that the Raiders signed in free agency that was a bunch of blah, like you mentioned, guys that just went and got paychecks. I can name a bunch of them, but I don't need to take you through the history. Kind of already know. I'll say this, and I could be wrong. I feel like Vegas is definitely a different location. I think there's free agents that have proven that they want to be here. I think that there's players that are going to want to come here, and I'm interested to see who the next quarterback's going to be. It might be a quarterback that everybody wants to play, play with, for all I know, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot to like about what's going on, and I know that the success is not where it needs to be yet. And so ultimately, for fans, for myself, for DeMond, for, I mean, for you, I know the success is the ultimate you know, that's, that's what you want to see at the end of the day. I get that. But I don't think that guys are just coming to the Raiders now and collecting checks. And also, I believe in the guy in the front office more than that. Dave Ziegler is not going to allow guys just to come to Vegas and cash checks. Right? I know that everything didn't work out great with Chandler Jones. I get that. But that was the one big splash that he made as far as spending some big-time money in free agency. Outside of spending some big money on him, didn't spend any other big money. Devontae Adams was a trade. Remember that. It wasn't free agency. That was a trade. And then they gave him a contract extension, but that was a trade. So there's difference. He didn't go spend the money on J.C. Jackson like everyone, including myself, wanted. (laughs) I I was screaming from the mountaintops, get J.C. Jackson, get that lockdown corner. He has a discipline when it comes to spending. He's not going to go, and that might frustrate people at times. Open up the pocketbook, spend some money. He has a limit. He's going to stick to it. He's, he's put a price on every, everybody that he's going to try to bring in, and he's not going to go over it. He's disciplined. I'm okay with that. That stops you from giving money to guys that are just, like you said, cash and checks. So I do think that before we start labeling this team that that's who they're going to be, we need to see it first. right? I think that's, I think that's only fair, and I don't think that you're going to see that moving forward. I feel like the free agents that the Raiders have gotten for the most part you know, the, all the one-year deals that he did this year. I mean, there's going to be a lot of guys that are – there's going to be a lot of openings, let's put it like that, on the Raiders as far as possible holes that need to be filled by way of free agency. And I think some players that are pretty sticking good are going to look at Vegas and say, you know what, stadium, facilities, coach. No income tax. No state income tax. I mean, there's a lot. Now, they'll get you on car registration, though. Let it go. No, I won't. (laughs) I will not. (laughs) If you're going to brag about the no state to income tax, that's fine. Let's talk about the car registration, bro. (laughs) 
letting go. You know how much it is in Texas? $75. For your car and mine. $75. Straight up. $75. (laughs) It ain't $75 now. That's the price of being a Cadillac man, am I right? No. You're wrong. Here, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) There, no. It ain't got to be like that. It could be one flat fee. It got four wheels. (laughs) $75. Let's go out to the phone lines. Who we got? Uh, Nolan in Oakland? See up. What's up, Nolan? No, we're going to go out to Juan the Smasher. Oh, my kid. My kid. My bad. Juan, what's up? What's on your mind? I can't read my own handwriting. What's up, Juan? What's up, Q? What's going on? Chilling, man. First of all, before we do anything, man, uh, happy holidays. How's Mama Smasher doing? Hey, man. Mama Smasher's back home. Yesterday nice. she got discharged, and she's up there riding. You know, she's, she's a soldier. That's right. She's a strong woman. Okay. Well, hey, that's that's what that was. That's what I cared about the most. So uh, I'm glad to hear that. So now, now what's up, <laughs> hey, brother? Thank you, Q. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you, Q and Demond. I appreciate. I appreciate all everything you guys do. And um, all, all this news that's going on with the, with the quarterback, uh, Derek Carr. I'm just gonna give this guy his roses because he deserves it. This guy was a good dude, but we we can't stop what Ziegler and Mark Davis is doing. That's that's their job. Our job is just you know just let it ride. It's been 20 years. I'm down for another 20 years. It is what it is. That That's my guy because he's from Bakersfield. I'm from Bakersfield, so that's like the best thing that ever came out of Bakersfield since seeing the, the, the Michael Jordan comeback. But other <laughs> than that, I'm some, I'm, I'm going to support whoever puts on that jersey. Even if it's you, Q, you like the quarterback, I'll be right You don't there. want on, that, Q, brother. You don't want give that. Give me some touchdowns. <laughs> hey, th- thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. Yeah, you don't want me to put on that uniform. Uh, Vegas just scored a touchdown on me, man. You don't want <laughs> You don't want that, man. You don't want that problem. I'm the guy that's got the messed up hands and the messed up shoes and had to throw a work shirt away, so you don't want that. You don't want that. You want me to be right where I'm at. <laughs> in the press box talking about it, not being about it. But thank you. And, and, and man, honestly, uh, it's real good news to hear about your mom, man. That's that's what's really important. Those are the important things uh, in life. So great to hear that Mama Smasher is doing a lot better. Uh, Vegas Pete said, hey, Q, it's Thursday. Are you and DeMond going to talk about the epic collapse of the Titans? No Henry this evening is going to cost me a fantasy championship. It's all DeMond's fault, LOL. You hate to see it. <laughs> that's why I don't. That's why I don't like to indulge in fantasy football anymore. Because I don't want to be mad at a player for something that they can't control or just sitting. I'm actually glad that Derrick Henry's not playing. Why? Why are you glad? Because he's the number two running back in the league. Oh, oh. So Josh, see, he's good. He's good. Yep, he's good. Look, see, see, see. You can have your own fantasy football in a different kind of way. I'm not a fantasy football guy, but I'm rooting for 28. So that was hey, when I saw that Derrick Henry was sitting. Now. And especially this week, because Josh has that 49er defense he's got to go up against. Oof. It's gonna be. I mean, they. Have, I don't think they've given up a hundred yard rusher in a very long time, if if at all this season. I think sixty eight yards is what they gave up the most. So, God get you that sixty eight yards, man. Maybe go for seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> the over under, yeah, sixty eight. You know. Hey, man, go do what you do. By. Go do what you do, man. I'm definitely rooting for Josh to to win that uh, that rushing title. Uh, let's get one more call in real quick. Raider Mac, welcome to the show. Hey Q, what's up, Demond? Happy New Year to you guys, man. If I don't get to talk to you guys, uh, and I know you, you will. Well, uh, <laughs> you know you will. <laughs> uh, we well, still got know, tomorrow, man. brother. Hey, yesterday I was waiting. Y'all hung up on me, man. On the last call, I was waiting, and I never got to talk to you yesterday. My bad. But anyway, no, no, no. You good, man? Hey, man. Without you guys, I don't know what we. I mean, we be 
pulling hairs and all kind of stuff because the way the season has gone. I mean, we've had bad seasons in the last 14, out of the last 20 years, we've had two winning seasons. So, you know, it, it just shows disappointing. And I, 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 real quick is that um, I would go with Jacoby Brissett. And the reason why, hear me out, he knows McDaniel's system. And he's been around that Patriots system. And he's not a bad quarterback. If you go look, he, he did pretty well wherever he went to. It just didn't have that. He's not a guy that's going to lead you to, to a Super Bowl, but I think he can get us into to at least to the playoffs. And he will get Devontae Adams the ball because he's getting the ball to Amari Cooper, and he was getting the ball to, to other guys in Miami like Devontae, um, uh, I forgot his name, Devontae. Um, Devontae Parker. Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so I would go with Devontae. I, I would go with Jacoby Brissett and, and then get us, you know, you know, find somebody in a draft somewhere and do that. But I would even move up in, 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 in the draft if I could. But that's, you know, that's for another day. Um, hey, Q, one question I want to ask you. Did Derek Carr request not to come to the stadium uh, and, and not dress, or did the team tell him just stay home? It's been reported that it was a it was a mutual interest, and the and and what I think is I know a lot of people have been talking about that and questioning why Carr wouldn't be with the team. We just played seven minutes right at the right at the top of this hour. Basically, we played about seven minutes of of media scrum around Jarrett Stidham in the locker room. Derek Carr's locker is right next to Jarrett Stidham's. Could you imagine what that would be like? You want to talk about distracting? Derek Carr is trying to get dressed, and everyone's interviewing Jarrett Stidham in the locker room. That just, I just feel like that, that would get uncomfortable for Stidham. Not me. I'd be fine with it. I'd be like, what's up, DC? You know, and then keep it, keep it moving. But for Stidham, a guy trying to prepare, I think that that would be a little uncomfortable. I get it. They're all professionals. And, you know, I just, I think for the the way that everything is shook out, the you know, who knows what it's going to end up being. Out of sight is kind of out of mind somewhat. And you heard in the locker room, everyone sound kind of, you know, upbeat and up-tempo. So I think that's the best thing moving forward. But I understand why a lot of people will have questions with that. 3.37 is the time. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with Lincoln Kennedy. He normally joins us at 4. We're going to push him up a little bit. We'll talk to him next. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. It's our favorite time of the week as Raider great and radio analyst Lincoln Kennedy joins us on Unnecessary Roughness. And Lincoln Kennedy joins us now on the phone lines. And Lincoln, we do appreciate you as always, my man. And uh, hopefully you're rested up and you're a little relaxed now. I know you had a lot of crazy traveling over the over the holiday and everything, but uh, glad to have you back on the show. You heard the big news on Wednesday. Derek Carr being sat down for the final two games of the season, most likely wrapping up his uh, Raider career. What were your thoughts when you heard the news? wasn't a surprise. I mean, it's a business decision. Um, as recently as last year, if you look at what happened with the 49ers, and Garoppolo, they were unable to move him because after he finished the season, he had to have surgery. So you're unable to trade him or get rid of him. So you don't want to have another instance like that happening. You keep your options open um, in case you decide to, to trade him. But more importantly, he has trade value. And then you also still have the option for to bring him back next year if you just change your mind. So it's a, big, it's a smart business move. The Raiders have nothing really to play for. No, no, you're right about that. And so if that ultimately is the end of Carr with the Raiders and they do go in another direction in 2023, what will you say he meant to this organization and fan base as well? He, he really guided this organization through a dark time. There was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of turnover. Um, and some unexpected. I don't think anyone expected what happened to Jack Del Rio that happened the way it went down, mm-hmm. especially after he had seen the, to right the ship. And there wasn't a whole lot to hang your hat on when you talk about over that 10-year that period. 
as far as draft choices or building the team, it started over and started over and started over again. So there's been inconsistencies that really plagued the Raiders during that time, only getting to the playoffs twice, not winning a playoff game. I mean, the proof is in the pending. We're in a performance-based business. It's nothing personal. It's a performance-based business, and you've got to perform. If you don't, people are going to pass you by, and you only have so many times, so many options that you can do it. Now that these moves have been made, and, and we're assuming that some moves are going to be made in the offseason, and whoever is behind the center, how much of it now is squarely 100% on Josh McDaniels, whatever happens, because they have already kind of used Derek Carr as the, okay, he's the fall guy? Well, you know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's all on Josh Look, he got a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. So did John Gruden. And, and, you know, there was a lot of unexpected things that happened with Gruden that you couldn't really even account for right. um, when, when he took over after giving him a 10-year contract following Del Rio. So there's been a lot of change and a lot of inconsistencies. Look, the Raiders, for what it's worth, you move to a new city, you got a new stadium, you got a new sort of, um, not necessarily a new fan base, the Raider Nation is still the Raider Nation, but you've got a fan base that you're trying to draw in. And you're trying to draw, draw it in with having nicer things and putting a better product out in the field. The Raider Nation is going to be there through and through. Win, lose, or tie, they're going to be there. There's no doubt about it. But you want it to grow. And the Raiders need to find a way to make Allegiant Stadium um, a home field advantage instead of just another passerby. They need to find a way to right the ship. And, you know, it, it, I know it sounds redundant. I know we've heard this before, but there's really nothing else that you can do because, like I said before, you could not have projected what happened during the Gruden time uh, and on, on even your worst enemy. No, no, not at all. Lincoln Kennedy is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920. And let's say roughness. DeMond's got one for you. You were an all-pro player, Pro Bowl player. So what's it like when you have to rally the troops about, hey, the season's over, but there's still something to play for? <laughs> well, if you've seen the product that, that, that I've watched this season, <laughs> you, you tell me what's there. there. Look, there's a level of pride that you want to go out there and play for. But I just don't know. I don't know how you're going to do it because this team has struggled with some of the simplest things. Um, you know, they got to get better. They got to learn how to win as a team. They got to learn how to play as a team. And I don't think they really did that through this season. Um, there was only one complete game that I can remember. Everything else was kind of scattered about. It's good to see the defense coming of age, but the offense has been, uh, uh, you know, in trouble for the most part. And it, it didn't look that way on paper, Jamon. And so, you know, for what you're talking about, I'm, I was a prideful athlete, and I know there are prideful athletes in that locker room, even though I don't know all the guys personally. It's just hard to see what we're going to see these last two games up against two really good opponents. Would it be out of the question? I know that no player is going to do this, but do you think maybe if you're a solidified guy, let's just say Devontae Adams, for example, to just say, hey, I'm going to sit these next two out? No, that's not very professional. I would never advise that, but now you know, I can't speak for these guys. So, you know, it's up to – it's up to it's up to what um uh, the guys personally right now. So it's, it's one of those things that you it's all it's all about personal experience and personal pride. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise those sitting out because I think that's that's a cowardly way to exit. Lincoln Kennedy is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio nine twenty. Speaking of players and and guys that I don't I won't say sitting out because it's not what is going down. But uh, yesterday in the locker room, Devontae Adams said, "Hey, he's a Raider because of Derek Carr." What do you think this means for De- Devontae Adams moving forward if they do eventually move on from DC? It's hard to say. I didn't, you know, I know that I don't know the, the details of their relationship. I know they went to college together, but you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty safe. It's pretty safe to say that you know Derek Carr is a good reason why number 17 came over from the mm-hmm. Packers. But you know, there's, there's times where you have to worry about your own individual career, and you can't necessarily hang on the hat of other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. That- 
That makes that makes sense. And on Tuesday when we did the Raider Roundtable, you were talking about what the Battle of the Bay meant to you. And obviously it's not in the yeah. Bay anymore. Now it's in Vegas uh, coming up on Sunday. Uh, what what does this game coming up, you know, when you were playing, what did this mean to you, even a preseason game? Bragging rights. Bragging rights to the area. Everybody wanted to talk about how dominant, you know, their team was. And, you know, and then we, you know when we were in the Bay together, it was wine and cheese versus beer and brats. <laughs> uh, so it, it was it was always that that type of poor performance when you went up against the silver and black and and and, and uh, the Raider you know, not the Raider faithful forty nine faithful so it, it's always been bragging rights. Do you think that there could be some sense of that's what the players are playing for when they come out that locker room on Sunday? I would like to think so, but it's kind of hard. You know, I, I haven't had the access that you had to around the locker room around these guys, and a lot of them are really too young to understand the value in that rivalry and what it was established many, many years ago, playing in the same region, the same area, you know, going from Oakland down to Los Angeles, coming back to Oakland and being in the same area and having to share the same space with the 49ers. So a lot of these guys in the soccer room don't know what it's like. And I I would hope they would try to, you know, relive the history and bring out that pride and play hard. I know it's two separate cities, but was there any, like, bragging rights between you guys in the Bay? I mean, like, when it comes to, like, the nightlife or just who's walking around the city in the Bay <laughs> with their chest puffed out? Well, I mean, it depends on how you were winning. I mean, we played we played charity basketball games against each other. We mm-hmm. played preseason games. Look, there was no time that we were going to take on the 49ers. We weren't going to try to take it to them. And I was with a collection of guys that felt that way. So it was all about the bragging rights and how your seasons were going. Yeah, no, it was. And I'll tell you what, it was for the fan base as well. I know I used to walk around my yeah. chest pumped up too. <laughs> I was I was super fired up. Couldn't tell you, man. You couldn't tell me nothing when the Raiders beat the 49ers. Exactly couldn't right. tell That's me exactly nothing. Right. Well, Lincoln, th- thank you so much for your time, my man. We'll see you in the uh, in the press box on Sunday. I appreciate you and be safe out there. All right, guys. Be well. I'll talk to you later. All okay. right, there he goes. Lincoln Kennedy, the great Lincoln Kennedy. We'll see him at Allegiant Stadium come Sunday. And, yeah, man, at the very end of the day, I mean, it is a game going to be played, and I know that the Raiders don't have a whole lot to play for, like Lincoln said. But, man, you know, play play for the play for the ones in the stands, right? And I know there's going to be a lot of red there. I'll say that already. I know there's going to be a lot of red. But play for Raider Nation. Go out there and bust your ass for Raider Nation. You know, and I know Max Crosby. He said it anytime that the Raiders lose – Raider Nation, you deserve better. Raider, so I know he's going to – I know 98, that's how he's wired. He ain't wired to go to go slow. Hell, in the Pro Bowl, he couldn't go slow. He made them change the game. They ain't never going to have the Pro Bowl again because of Max Crosby. They changed the game because of him. He ain't wired to go slow. He ain't wired to go, you know, just half-ass. He, he's not cut like that. Like, even even a walkthrough is, 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 is done fast when it comes to Max Crosby. So I know he's going to do it. But hopefully he looks around the locker room and says, I challenge you to do it. I believe Josh Jacobs will do it, right? Someone asked the, him in the locker room about, you know, playing or not playing so he doesn't get injured. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not built like that. I'm a football player. I play. So he's going to go at it. Who's going to join him, though? That's my challenge. Who's going to show up with the rest of the brothers and go out there and compete and try to win for the, the folks in the stands? At the end of the day, if you ain't playing for Raider Nation – and you ain't playing for the, 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 the symbol and the, the shield on the side of the helmet, and play for the, the name on the back of the jersey and have some pride in, in who you are. 3.50 is the time. We'll come back. We'll hear from Max Crosby. It's Rare Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Making sure my Joes gets their commercial, man. Don't you know them fine folks are bringing us some food tomorrow? <laughs> Don't cut them short now, Damon. Gotta make sure we all right. 
We are all right. Got an action-packed hour still left to go. We're going to hear from you, Raider Nation, at 702-365-9200. Dolbybroke.com, text sign 69187, keyword R&R. Thoughts, veteran or rookie quarterback in 2023 for the Raiders? What makes more sense for you? Short long-term and gut feeling about Devontae Adams. Do they have to make sure he's happy with whoever the trigger man is? Let us know your thoughts. Again, 69187, keyword R&R, 702-365-9200. Before we get out to the phone lines, let's hear from Mad Max Crosby in the Raiders locker room just a little while ago. Max, uh, I'm sure, you know, professional football, it, there's a business side to it, and I'm, you get reminded of that every so often. Yeah. Yesterday would seem to be one of those types of days. Um, your just reaction to the decision that was made and, and things moving forward. Um, you good, Matt? Um, yeah, uh, obviously, you know, Derek's been a great friend of mine ever since he's been here. So, uh, you know, obviously it's a tough tough time but uh like like you said um it is a business and um we still have two games left so um, you know the guys were focused on you know getting ready for the Niners um obviously we love Derek um we got a ton of respect for him and you know we're he's gonna be a friend for life so uh you know wish him the best absolutely you know with everything and um you know we'll see what happens but uh yeah you know we're focused on the 49ers right now and obviously you know Jared Siddham he's He's been a scout team quarterback. He's done the backup role. Um, and the dude is a hell of a competitor as well. So, um, you know, he's getting a chance for a lifetime. So, um, you know, I'm going to be his biggest fan, you know, these last two weeks. Max Crosby in the Raiders locker room. Just real quick uh, answer from, uh, you know, question from Vinny Bonsignor. And, of course, the answer there you heard from Max Crosby. And uh, there you go. He's obviously not going to sever ties with Derek Carr. Has a ton of respect for him. Uh, but it is a business. So, you know, something that I know a lot of fans don't want to hear. But it is a business at the end of the day. Got a quick text from the 209. I believe if all captains come out and play and compete, then the rest of the team will follow suit. At least that's what we like to think. The ones that don't. They don't deserve to be there next season, regardless of who it might be. I'll be out there Sunday. I'm expecting nothing less than effort. I win, lose, tie. Raiders till we die. Thank you for that text. Passionate Raider, you're up. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Man, good good, good, good afternoon, man. Good evening, man. It's a new year. End of the year. Here we go again. Some more Raider drama again in Las Vegas. But you know what? It's okay, Q. It's okay today. Yeah, we understand the way it happened wasn't cool, but we all knew all year long that something was going to happen, man. We knew it. It was in the air. Body languages. Everything was showing. Do I like what happened? Do I like how it went down? Do I like how they pulled this off? No, but I told you guys from the beginning of the year what I thought about Josh and how he is and what type of person, but that doesn't matter today. What matters today is we got a new guy coming in our house to play the 49ers on Sunday that we have to get behind. Because all that matters is just win the damn game. So I like what we're hearing from the players. I like what we're hearing that everyone's going to backstab them. We like this, but we can't not, not root against him. And we understand that business decisions are being made. I think what I think doesn't really matter, but when something <laughs> happens with this team, I feel it in my heart right away, and I know something's going to happen. I just have it. I always have, and I always will. Nice. I, I, I think this year we're going. We, we, the writing's on the wall to get a veteran quarterback. Q, we have to get a. We, we, Josh cannot go next year and think he's going to slide by. And, and when stuff happens, it's, it's going to happen. It has to be a veteran quarterback to come in, keep this, keep this ship floating because we have a Super Bowl in Vegas next year. And this, this, and, and seeing all the teams, all the games this year at home, the crowds, the fifty. 50s, the 60s, 40s, 
we're trying to sell. Mark's goal is to sell that out to Vegas players. Now, for the past two years, we, we've seen what's been going on, and certain people ain't putting players in the seats. There's going to be a player that's going to come because no ticket holder is going to want to sell his tickets knowing somebody's on the field. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. It's all a business decision. We wish Derek the best. Do I think he's going to go somewhere else? I really do. I think he's a prideful man, and he's going to go show what he thinks he can do. I wish him the best. I'm not going to root against him. I'm not going to root for him. I'm rooting for just win, baby. Let's go, Raiders. There he goes. Passion Raider, thank you for the call, my man. I do appreciate you. We got the latest injury report from Thursday. Raiders and Niners will go over it next. We're going to take a quick 10-second break, and we'll be right back. It's Raiders Radio 920.